inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10th episode of the Pigskin Project. Um, I do want to note that uh, Sir Yacht is not here as advertised um, last week, and unfortunately we'll probably have to push that episode back a couple weeks um, due to, you know, availability issues and stuff. Um, We do want to make it a priority that we get him on the show just because we really think that it would be a lot of fun to have him on. Um, So, you know, it's going to happen. It's all a matter of when instead of if, Um, you know, both sides are very interested in, in, you know, making it happen. It's just, Something that, um, you know, has just kind of fallen apart over the last couple of weeks. But um, I promise we are going to make it happen. And it's, you know, it's it's not as big of a deal as, you know, people might think, but it's going to happen. So without further ado, um, Ben, how are you doing this week? Terrible. Terrible. That's it. Terrible. <laughs> she started. I Eagles made a move very first day. I'm like, yes, we never start off free agency on day one. Like, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting free agent uh, or free agency. Made that supposed signing or agreed to signing on Monday, and now it is Friday, and we have done absolutely nothing besides re-sign a few smaller players and it's just it's been very painful well you're probably more active than my bears are i mean it's just not very fun um you know we've had a couple signings that are pretty interesting in my opinion i'm sure that we'll get to our own team's um signings as well as other big signings but um ben it's march madness you know we don't talk about basketball on this podcast everybody knows that um, but I think something worth noting is that March Madness isn't just specifically for college basketball, basketball in general. I mean, football has its time in March as well, it seems like. So um, what, what has been your thoughts over the past couple of days, not just about your team, but just league wide in general without giving too much away? <laughs> yeah no it's it's been again I, the eagles have improved i mean they're better or they got better on monday than what they were on sunday uh but i just it's seeing all these different splash moves and all these different uh stuff that we'll get into in this pod and seeing the eagles have no part in it yeah. sucks but again it's just the the league there's just that I, we talked about it last episode but Man, that AFC West is just going to be a scary, scary division. I cannot wait to watch what unfolds in that division just because it's going to be so good. And with that, I mean, speaking about 
big splashes, we're going to go right ahead and talk about trades. Um, you know, I think we're going to save the, the AFC West one for a little bit later. Um, but the Texans have officially traded Deshaun Watson. I mean, the saga is over. Um, they've traded Deshaun Watson in a 2024 fifth round pick to the Cleveland Browns for three first round picks. Uh, from 2022 to 2024, a third round pick from 2023 and a 2024 fourth round pick. So in terms of this year, they gave up like close to nothing. I mean, that first round pick is like, meh, it's very middle of the pack. I mean, you could still get some pretty good talent out of that pick, um, but it's not something I would necessarily say is the most valuable pick in the world. Um, you know, it's still a first round pick, but it's not, you know, wow. Um, you know, obviously I think, you know, further down the road, if Deshaun Watson can win, um, games for the Browns, these first round picks are going to be close to nothing as far as value. Um, to be honest with you, Ben, before we get into it too deep, um, I was thinking it was going to be a lot more. I don't know what your thoughts were, but yeah, give me, give me your thoughts. Well, um, I expected more like player compensation. But three first-round picks is kind of, I mean, like, three first-round picks, you're like, oh, wow. But, like, thinking about it, I mean, that was, as long as your GM drafts right, that is three legitimate high-level starters on your team. Right. Um, but I expected, you know, coming out throughout this entire process, we heard that they wanted picks and player compensation. And they just I, – I was just – I was more shocked on that side. They didn't get any players back out of this. Um a little bit more shocking, but uh, th- this whole saga as a whole um, it was it was just crazy. But uh, so happy it's yeah. over. Yes, well, because now uh, it allows you to address um, all these other things. Because we talked about how it's kind of been a little quiet. Now, now, at least I'm guessing that it's going to start picking up again. Right. Um, but it, it's so hard for me to not make a joke about the Falcons choking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really for a time, it, it seemed like it was by far and away uh, the Falcons to lose. Um, sure enough. <laughs> yeah. They, they choked on it again. Um, and not to toot my own horn though. Um, yes. You I called mean, it. You guys... I'll give you your props. Yes, I'm not. I don't like to be the person that's like I, I, I called this or whatever. I was saying this before any rumors about any teams wanting him came out. Mm. Um, so I'm just pat myself on the back for that one. Very good, good job. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean honestly, oh, I have, sorry, you know, Matt. By the way, I, I know Matt. Matt, uh, Matt he's going through our, it. Our close friend is just a Saints fan. Really going through it. <laughs> he is, yeah. And and honestly, we should probably have him on the show sooner rather than later now with okay. the absence of um, an expected guest. So you guys deserve a guest. We will provide that sooner rather than later, I'm sure. Um, but Suryat, like I said, is going to be on the podcast eventually. Promise it's in the works. It's more so scheduling. Um, but back to the Browns and, and Suryat's Browns. 
Um, you know, I have family in Cleveland. If you haven't already listened to this before, um, you know, I was expecting more of a positive response out of them, judging by, you know, the lack of a franchise quarterback that they've had um, throughout the years and everything. And, you know, now they're trading for somebody who was once considered top five prior to him sitting out. Um, you know, after talking to them, they're very, very, it, it's almost like a weird situation. Um, just because they were all Baker's fan or Baker Mayfield fans. Um, but they're not going to sit here and tell you like he was the best quarterback in the world. Um, they're not going to sit here and lie to you and say that Deshaun Watson isn't an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, and I, I can agree with that, but it's more so, um, I, I guess kind of like a, a jab at the heartstrings a little bit, just because, um, you know, Baker played such a huge role in changing the culture in Cleveland, and, you know, uh, he was part of that offense that really turned things around in Cleveland. So um, I do think that Baker deserves a little bit more props. I think that he's getting way too much hate than he's actually deserved. Um, whether or not that that's a bold take is up in the air. But honestly, I feel like, um, you know, Baker isn't as bad as everybody makes him out to be, but he's still one of those middle of the pack quarterbacks that isn't going to win you any games, but, at the same time, I don't know, just because, and, yeah. and I'll say this really quick, and then I'll let you speak your piece, and I'm sure I'll get my turn later, but um, honestly, I think the Browns should have won that game against the Chiefs a couple of years ago. I mean, honestly, they were one bad call away from scoring that touchdown. It was a helmet-to-helmet call. Um, call me biased. Call me what you want they were close to getting an AFC championship berth and what I would have thought would be close to a Super Bowl run. Um, that team was good and it was led by Baker Mayfield, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, it was led by Baker Mayfield. That is why Browns fans are so kind of emotional about this. Not because I guess it's, you know, they're not happy about the trade, um, but more so, it's hard to say goodbye to somebody that you've seen change everything in just a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, he wasn't this like amazing guy or anything like you said. And as much as I um, wasn't the biggest fan of him, I mean, he was a culture changer. I mean, he, he, he was the change of guard between the two win or the zero win teams and, how bad yeah. they were to, to where they are now. And I, I don't really think Baker would have ever gotten the job uh, done, but I, I mean, again, like you said, he, 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 he brought back that Browns culture and without, him, right. um, without him, they never would have ever been able, they, they would have never even been a thought for Deshaun Watson to even go there. Yeah. Um, but now it'll be interesting to see what, um, see what where, where he goes and what, yeah. what he's gonna do i um, personally you know on the topic of trades i i definitely think it would be interesting um reports have come out to say sorry excuse me uh re- reports have come out to say that baker mayfield is interested in joining the indianapolis colts that are lacking a franchise quarterback and honestly i am all for that move um ben what would be your thoughts if that were to happen um, we'll, we'll get into that, uh, in one of the ball takes. <laughs> okay. All right. DC's. I see you. Um, back to the Browns though. Um, and, and back to these, you know, big splashes, um, Amari Cooper, the Cowboys wide receiver 
was traded for a 2022 sixth round pick. Uh, oh, wait, no. Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper in a 2022 sixth round pick was traded to the Browns for a 2022 fifth round pick in a 2022 sixth round pick. So they just swapped six round picks and Browns got a fifth round or traded away a fifth round pick. Um, with that, I think that Amari Cooper, I mean, I thought his value was much higher than it seemed to other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that he was about to get cut. And that's probably something that people, I don't know, are going to, you know, if, if anybody comments, it's going to be like, Hey, no wait hold on a minute. He was about to get cut. I'm sure they just took whatever they could. Um, I just thought that it would be like a fourth round pick maybe. I mean, cause his, I mean, yardages, if you look down his stats and everything has been very, very good. Um, so pair him up with Deshaun Watson. And I think you got a deadlier combo than Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper. Call me crazy, yeah, oh, but yeah. No, oh, no, I, <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. Um, again, I'm, I'm more shocked that he went for uh, basically a fifth. Um, I mean, it makes sense because the Cowboys kind of showed everybody their hand there saying they're going to release him or trade him. Um, but like you said, it'll be, it'll be a good, um, good weapon for him to team up with and, Dang, that is going to be a, uh, a a good freaking team. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I mean, <laughs> for me, yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta root for him. I mean, for me, okay. Looking at it from this perspective, I think all of America rooted for the Browns at some point, strictly because the Browns were an underdog team. Um, you know, when they started getting a little bit better and they made the playoff race, maybe that was when things started to change a little bit. But for me, I mean, I'm always a huge fan of, you know, these underdog teams and, you know, the Browns are just that team. Like they haven't won anything. And so if they were to win good for them, I, and it really sweetens the pot because I have family in Cleveland. So I could also see them get extremely happy as well is this the best person morally no but like i mean <laughs> look at pittsburgh and how they handled ben roethlisberger like <laughs> i mean you win them a game then you're fine i don't know <laughs> the afc couldn't the afc north couldn't go one year without having <laughs> without having yeah. an offender <laughs> might i add too i mean this is this brings up for awesome conversation as well so everybody wants to talk about the afc west and we'll get into that shortly um but i mean has anybody looked into how deadly the afc north is going to look i mean you um, have joe burrow you have lamar jackson and then you have deshaun watson and then you have poor mitch trubisky that was just trying to get another start like I think Mitch Trubisky is going to do good. Um, I don't think he's going to be somebody that's going to be like, holy crap, they also have Mitch Trubisky in that. Like, But he'll put up some solid numbers. Um, you never know for him. He, uh, I'm a huge advocate for him. In all honesty, I think he could do some pretty great things with that Steelers team. Um, if you've listened to the previous, you know, episodes and stuff i said strictly if you know i think he's going to the giants but if he were to go to the steelers like that i think that would be the best spot for him in terms of success and development um and well that was where he went and i think that that was the smartest move for him but in terms of just the afc north man does that look like a very competitive division i don't know what's going to happen 
Well, the, the AFC as a whole is just going to be crazy. The AFC yeah. is far superior conference than. I the, mean, we saw that earlier. Like yeah. just this past year, I mean, the the playoff race was very tight. And I mean, it's even it's going to be even tighter. I mean, you look at it from, you know, the AFC West and you see the Chargers and you see the Broncos that are also fighting for, um, you know, a division title against the Chiefs as well. But like, I mean, only one team can get that. And so they're looking for wild card spots and it's possible for teams uh, or divisions uh, to have three teams in that you know division to make the playoff. But you also have somebody like the AFC North that could make a stab at it or, you know, teams like the Colts that can come out of nowhere and just be like, hey, guess what? We have a new quarterback in Baker Mayfield that might actually look solid for once. Like, you know, um, he, he could do something there. I mean, you also have Tennessee that'll probably win the division again, hopefully, maybe. Um, hopefully Derrick Henry stays healthy this year, but um you know that division's up for grabs as well and then I know that there's one that I'm forgetting about too but um you know I I'm just saying there's plenty of competition over there and I think that we can both agree on that yes uh, absolutely absolutely so with that we're going to move on to our third trade um Packers wide receiver Devonte Adams was traded to the Raiders for a 2022 first and second round pick um yeah interrupted my dinner (laughs) (laughs) yeah I called him in the middle of it um as soon as I got the news and uh yeah no it was worth it it was worth it I'm sorry buddy but it was worth it um before I go on my rant tell me your thoughts um no uh I mean it's something that kind of came out of nowhere um but I, I I mean with how much Aaron is making it makes complete sense and the reports down the line were uh, that Aaron Rodgers was um, Aaron Rodgers knew when he was resigning that this was something that was going to end up happening. Um, and I mean, we talked about it. You're going to have to cut some good players, but I mean, as a Bears fan, I'm rejoicing. Um, Aaron Rodgers is one greedy, greedy. <laughs> guy and he's willing to sacrifice <laughs> he's willing to sacrifice winning um above or he's willing to sacrifice uh winning for money and that's just uh it's sad to see that's that's where we're going but adams adams um it'll be fun to see him back with Derek carr because him and Derek carr played at fresno state together um, and the rumors down the stretch, I guess I never caught wind of this, but was that he bought a house in Las Vegas oh, um, yeah. beforehand. Um, but it'll be fun to see them back together. It just people I love are it. saying it's an A. Um, and for what they gave up, it's an A. And for getting the best wide receiver, you know, it's an A plus trade and stuff. But I just don't know how much this is going to help them in the division that's already stacked um but we'll see yeah i i um obviously i'm ecstatic about it just because i think you know the packers could have gotten more for him honestly i was like a first and a second round that's it um you know like i said before call me crazy um but honestly i feel like it was just like wow you know um Another thing, I mean, 
if you follow me on Twitter, um, you know that I retweeted a, you know, wow, Devontae Adams' jerseys are on sale all of a sudden. Like, you know, a once $120 jersey is now going for like 40 bucks. I mean, are you serious? You know, blah, blah, blah. Is he getting on the move? And I was just like, wow, they're really just kind of speculating something out of nothing. I mean, he's obviously going to be signing another extension. And then I saw the alert go across my screen. I'm like, holy crap. And so let me just explain my situation when I got the news. So I, I remember, I mean, I looked at my dad and I was like, holy crap, they did it. Like, this is legit. This is, you know, and he goes, no, it's not. I said, no, this is serious. Like he just got traded to the Raiders and he goes, no, he didn't. And then I was like, okay, all right. And then I got the news out to him, like the, the details and everything. And he was like, oh, holy crap. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, for me, I was just, I mean, if you look at the Aaron Rodgers, you know, <laughs> the, the wide receiver core around him, right? The first thing you think of is, okay, well, there's always the draft, you know, but I mean, not everybody's going to be a Jamar Chase. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, you have, I mean, a lot of prospects that are very, you know, they're, they're standouts and, you know, they're very promising young prospects. Um you know, and we'll get into where we think these players will fall in our mock draft later. Um, but I mean, just, I mean, and I'll, I'll get, I'll get to more of it later, but I'm very excited as a bears fan, just to say goodbye to Devonte Adams. And um, now we don't really have to worry too much about him anymore. So I like it. <laughs> um, so do you, do you have any final thoughts on that trade alone before we move on to the next one, the final one? Uh, no, but that, that wouldn't have been the only trade that the Raiders made. Yeah. And we're, you know, they traded edge rusher Yannick. Uh, okay. How do you pronounce this? Cause I, I, I know it's, it's tough. Yeah. Ngaku. Yeah. Ngaku. Yeah. Yep, I'm not going to even try. Uh, for Rocky Asin, for the Colts, um, you know, I I think that it, it benefits both teams, but it's nothing crazy. Um, you know, it's nothing like, holy crap, that just happened. Uh, but still, it's one of those moves where it's like, okay, like that could shake up some things. And I think the Colts benefited from this more, in my opinion. Uh, but Absolutely. Ben, what do you what do you think? Yeah, you kind of had, again, this is one of those things that you didn't really hear um, anything really chattering about. Uh, but when they signed Chandler Jones, maybe 30 minutes before this, um, you had to question, you know, like one of these guys has to has to be on the move. Uh, I think he's worth more than Rakyasin, but... Um, you know, getting his contract off the books, bring Rockison in, you know, help him at cornerback safety. He's one of those cornerback safety hybrids. Yeah. Um, I think the Colts won the trade, but I don't think it was a bad trade or anything for uh, the Raiders. Right. So I'm not going to spend too much time on that, but um, we did have a lot of free agency signings. Um, understandably so. I mean, you know, it's the first – week or so of it and it's just going to come so um you know uh let's see so for um and we're not going to touch on every single signing 
we're going to touch on probably the top 40 and we're just going to kind of run through it and talk about the guys that we feel are kind of worth talking about. Right. Um, the Rams are signing Bears former wide receiver Allen Robinson for three years, 46.5 million, um, bulking up that wide receiver room. And they are also making Robert Woods available for trade. Um, understandably so, but Ben, we've talked about this. I think that this kind of tells OBJ, hey, thank you for all that you've done. I appreciate it, but uh, we're moving on. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it says. Um, it, it shocked me a little bit, but uh, we'll see what he does. Now, reports have also said that they're interested in bringing him back, but in, as far as OBJ's point of view, um, I'd be shocked if he goes back just because – you're not going to get a top three spot on that team after tearing your ACL again. But, you know, we, I, we, we disagree on that. Um, He's, he can be a top three option somewhere else, but not for the Rams is my point. He's no, all right. As when the season starts, he will be the third option for the Rams. As soon as he's healthy, I do not care. He's the third option for the Rams. (laughs) We'll I would argue on this. second option. I would argue he is the second option for the Rams. He is better than Allen Robinson. The only he has a torn ACL, but it's not like he doesn't know the system. It's not like he's signing with a new team and he's coming back in. He played phenomenally when he was playing there. I think he's the number two option when he comes back if they re-sign him. I and to say he's not even number three. Which is crazy. He, you can't say Robert Woods is better than him. Robert Woods also tore his ACL. Right, but I. Who okay. who's number three then? Van Jefferson. Do not tell me Van Jefferson is the third option over. I'm telling you right now, Robert Woods would be number three. Robert Woods tore his ACL as well. So I, I, I know, you but Robert you're Woods talking about OBJ tearing the same exact ACL more than once, and it's just like, how many times Medicine, are you? Gonna- Medicine's advanced far enough. It's it. It doesn't even matter. It it really it, it doesn't does, matter. Though. It when, does. When has when has that affected anybody? Bro, I'm telling you from the experience, like it it matters. I promise you. I know, matters. but he's gotten through it once. Doing it twice is not. And in, in, in again, Robert Woods just. <clears throat> it's more of a mental well. thing. It's more of a mental thing after oh, you do it the second me, time. I'm sure Odell does. I'm. I'm sure it does not bother Odell. Come on now. <laughs> We'll agree to disagree on this one because I can promise well, well, you. We, we don't debate enough on this podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll debate about next week. Yeah, we'll get there. But we got a lot of free agency signings to cover, and that was just one. Uh, Bill <laughs> signed Rams edge rusher Von Miller for six years, $120 million. And for some reason, Sporting News gives this grade an A. Uh, this is ridiculous in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to touch briefly on it because I know that we both agree six years for a 32 year old for $120 million is crazy. You don't sign an edge rusher like that because he's not going to stay at that level. And to be honest with you, I think that he was also regressing. He's not the same Von Miller that he was four years ago, but, um, Anyway, J.C. Jackson signed with the Chargers for five years, $82.5 million. I think that that does deserve an A. Um, yes. that Bulking that up defense, that defense. Yeah. That defense is going to be scary, like we said. Uh, you know, the, this, uh, this conference is going to be scary. It'll be fun to see who comes out on top there. 
Speaking of which, the Raiders are signing Cardinals edge rusher Chandler Jones for three years, as you previously mentioned. Solid. Um, The Buccaneers are re-signing cornerback Carlton Davis for three years, $45 million. Also a solid move. Um, The Ravens are signing Saints safety Marcus Williams for five years, $70 million. This is the first one that (laughs) makes me want to just – I was really hoping he was coming to the Eagles. Report was he was coming to the Eagles, or that the Eagles offered him the money. Um, but I guess he wanted to sign with the Ravens because they have a history of top playmakers at the position. Um, it's just uh, it's aggravating. But this next move is where where it gets a little fun. So the Broncos signed Cowboys edge rusher Randy Gregory for five years, seventy million dollars. <laughs> And for anybody who didn't who didn't follow this, um, I think this was two Tuesday. I think this was Tuesday. It could have been Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, but originally it was Tuesday, yeah, because free agency doesn't again officially start until Wednesday. So mm-hmm. on Monday and Tuesday, when you hear these players signing, it's like agree to terms on a contract. Um, and that's what happened. It, it came out on Tuesday that Randy Gregory agreed to terms on a contract with the Cowboys for the same five years, 70 million. Um, and then we're like, okay. And then like an hour later, uh, it switched out and they're like, all right, well, now he's going to the Broncos, same contract. And I guess it's because Jerry Jones was being a slimy, slimy guy <laughs> and tried to change his contract after they agreed to it. Um, and you don't see that that often. Um, so you know, I thought it was worth noting. But Lions are signing Jaguars wide receiver DJ Chark for one year, $10 million. I think that this is a great move for Detroit. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it's a one-year prove-it deal and a cheap deal. Um, coming off of an injury, it's understandable. Um, I just don't know why he would have signed there. If I'm doing a one-year prove-it deal, I'm not doing it with Jared Goff as my quarterback. <laughs> he can get an extension, um, and I think that it's a team that, well, it's going to be pretty dangerous next year. That's all I'm saying for right now. Uh, 49ers are signing Chiefs cornerback Shavarius Ward for three years, $42 million. Solid deal. Yep. Um, Jaguars signed Rams cornerback Darius Williams for three years, $30 million. Didn't we say that he wouldn't be leaving? Like we didn't yeah, see him. I, yeah, we thought he was coming back. It makes sense, though. I mean, he got his money and left. That's, I mean, you know. Um, let's see. It's funny that he goes to the Jaguars, though, just just because that's where Jalen Ramsey was from. But yeah, <laughs> um, the Steelers are signing former Bear a guard James Daniels for three years, twenty six million. Ben, do you have anything to say about this before I go on a slight rant? Go for it, buddy. Okay, I will say the Bears should have kept James Daniels um, just because he was a young player that uh, wasn't necessarily terrible. Um, I guess Ryan Poles just didn't see anything, and he wasn't really impressed with his play, so I guess that's why he let him go. Um, But for three years, $26 million, that is a very affordable contract for such a young player um, to be able to grow and blossom in a new scheme as well. So very disappointed in how that ended up. But props to him and I hope um, him and the new Steelers quarterback which we'll get to later um, thrive but (laughs) the Packers re-signed 
linebacker Devondre Campbell for five years, 50 million. I think that this is a great move for the Packers. Um, it sucks to say, but this really bulks up their defense. Um, you know, Ben, what do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm surprised she stayed. Um, but I mean, it, it keeps their defense, you know, at a certain point they had to put their foot down and say, no, <laughs> we have to do something on the defense. Yeah, yeah. Because they went on a releasing spree. Um, so I, I, I like it. Um, Buccaneers are re-signing center Ryan Jensen for three years, $39 million. Uh, That sucks. Not happy about that one. Nah, that sucks. I mean, it's understandable. Once the greatest quarterback of all time comes back and you have the opportunity to, you know, block for him, why not? Um, yeah. but the Dolphins also re-signed edge rusher Emmanuel Agba for four years, $65 million. Ben, you got anything on this one? I, I, I expected him to be back with the Dolphins because that was like, this is his fourth team that he was on. And this is the first team that he, uh, flourished really, really high for. Um, but his, his pay per year was way higher than what I thought it should have been for a guy who's, I don't think he's ever broken double digit sacks. I could be wrong. Maybe he broke it this year. Um, But 15 million a year for Emmanuel Agba is just for somebody who struggled to find his place in the league. Again, given that he, he did a good job in this dolphin scheme. um, It's just, it's weird to me that he um, got that much money, but yeah, he's never broken double digit sacks. So yeah. 16 and a half million per year is not, I don't know. I don't like it. The Jaguars signed commander's right guard, Brandon sure for three years, 45 point or 49.5 million dollars. Um, I think that that's good to protect um, your young quarterback in uh, Trevor Lawrence. It's just all that they really wanted. Um, But for a 31-year-old, three years, 49.5, maybe a little too much. But anyway, moving on. Eagles signed Panthers edge rusher Hassan Reddick for three years, 45 million. Um, (laughs) Yeah, okay. Let Uh, Let me know your thoughts. A lot of people like this. I'm one of the few Eagles fans who are not um, ecstatic about this. We needed an edge rusher, um, and him as and, and I think him listed as just edge kind of kind of uh, says a thing or two about this all. Um, he's he's always been a four like as a pass rusher. He's always been a three four pass rusher. We do not play three four. We play this weird hybrid scheme. Over a three four four three, um, and and I, I think he's a fine player, but he has he can only pass rush, and there's he can only pass rush a very specific way. He has to he has he's a speed rusher. He only weighs two hundred thirty pounds, which is tiny for an edge rusher. Um, he can't do anything outside of passing or uh, outside of pass rushing. Um. I think if you can get him in a good position, he's again, he's had two back to back double digit double digit sack seasons. I mean, you don't just fluke into that. Um, but I just don't I don't trust our defensive coordinator enough to use him in the right way. I think he's a fine player. I just 
can't see how he really fits in our system. Yeah. Um, so the Jets are signing 49ers left guard Lincoln Tomlinson for three years, 40 million. Solid. Um, Jets are signing or Saints are signing former Jets safety Marcus May for three years, $28.5 million. Um, oh man, see fills that Marcus Williams spot. Yeah, it's a downgrade. Um, but I mean, you know, with cap problems and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Jaguars are signing Falcons linebacker uh for for a oh Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Come on, buddy. Foye said, um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Khan. Sorry. Aluak- I, I think it's pronounced Aluakan. Sure. Foye Three years, 45 Aluakan. million. <laughs> it was way more like it just, it, like Ryan said, I don't know if you guys heard him because I was kind of over talking over him. Uh, three years, 45 million. That's 15 million a year. Um, I just don't understand. I, I, I liked this. It was way more than what I thought any linebacker should have gotten. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bobby Wagner will probably be making $15 million. So the fact that a Khan is making that is crazy. Um, but, I, but I liked it. He's a good, good coverage linebacker. But then they turn around and released Miles Jack, which we'll get into a little bit later. Oh, my God. And that just made me not like the signing. Uh, yeah. Bengals are re-signing defensive tackle B.J. Hill for three years, $30 million. Fills a hole with Larry Ogunjobi moving, um, which, Whoa. by the way, he signed a deal with Chicago, but it didn't go through because Larry Ogunjobi failed his um, – how do you how do you fail – your uh what is it called so your physical. physical why how yeah he had an ankle he had an ankle surgery oh i see that could be yeah that's understandable um broncos signed 49ers defense oh wait wait yeah broncos signed 49ers defensive tackle dj jones for three years 30 million um that deal looks very similar to the Bengals one which is why I kind of freaked out there a little bit. Um, Jaguars signed Jets defensive tackle Foley uh, Fatu Fatu Kasi. Yep, yeah, you got it. Yep. For three years, $30 million. <laughs> All the same deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seahawks re-signed safety Quandre Diggs for three years, $40 million. Uh, This one was just slightly uh, underwhelming uh, just for me, just because I was hoping that he would leave somewhere just for the headline. <laughs> yeah. I and um, also too. I think he got, um, I think he got overpaid just a little bit. Um, that's my opinion, and and we can get into the conversation again in the later episode yeah. about wide receivers pay versus DB pay, oh, uh, which is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I I think he got overpaid a little bit. Let me just say on this next one, I called it. Um, Cardinals this resigned. Is an too. Running back James Connor for three years, twenty-one million dollars. Um, I mean, I called it. I called it. They should have kept Chase Edmonds, in my opinion, but uh, I called it. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, Falcons signed. That's what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Seven Falcons signed. Too much, but. Falcons signed corner Casey Hayward for two years, eleven million. Another solid signing. Uh, Dolphins sign. Oh yeah, called this one too. 
Dolphins signed Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds for two years, $12.6 million. Hey, ladies and gents, it's almost like Ben and I know a thing or two about football because we've been calling things left and right for this offseason. So stay tuned. Make sure that you guys like and, uh, you know, review and everything for us because it helps us out. But without further ado, we are going to keep going. Um, you know, that Chase Edmonds deal, I think, is a steal for the Dolphins. I mean, they get a solid – Solid one-two punch, and you know Miles Gaskin. I mean, holy cow, him and Chase Edmonds. I like it. Um, moving on. Let's talk about overpay. Jaguar signed corner er, Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk for four years, seventy-eight million dollars, twenty-one million per yeah, up to twenty-one million per season with incentives for Kirk. A complimentary versatile target seems questionable at best, according to sportingnews.com. I cannot help but agree. I mean, I was expecting maybe $12 million per year for Christian Kirk. Like, nothing crazy, and I was hoping that the Bears got him, but as soon as I saw the contract, I was like, get your bag, man. Like, seriously, don't even worry about it. Like, have fun in Jacksonville catching passes with uh, Trevor Lawrence, because quite frankly, I do not blame you. <laughs> He's, I, I, I've said it to you before I would not have paid over probably 12 million dollars for him mm-hmm. because he, he's not a number one option I don't care what anybody wants to say Ryan wants to tell you his number one option I don't know if he agrees with that or not anymore um, not yet <laughs> not yet he I think he'll put up numbers to a point to where he can be but Right now, where we're standing, he is not a number one. Um, I was just extremely optimistic because I really liked the way that he would compliment Darnell Mooney. But, uh, but you know, I wouldn't have paid more than twelve million for him, and for him to have to step in and be that number one option, um, I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on him having to even do that. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, what to too much money um and honestly i was quite scared that that was going to reset uh the wide receiver market and i am yeah. uh, just happy he didn't because 19 and a half million up to 21 million a year is just absurd for him so the jets signed seahawks corner dj reed for three years 33 million solid um Jets sign Texan safety Justin Reed for three years, 31.5 million. Um, yeah, no, I agree with sportingnews.com. They say that this was the Chiefs' admission that they were unable to make it work with Tyron Matthew, an available free agent, which we will touch on later. Um, and oh man, they say My that thing is, is I think this is I think this is a fine deal. Three years, 10 million per year for Justin Reed. I, I, I like that's I would have paid him that and this is where I started getting this is this is the point where I started getting concerned with the Eagles because I really need a the Eagles really really need a safety. Well, maybe they'll um, look at that in the draft. Watch our mock draft. Listen to it. I mean, anyway. Um, um, but yeah, go we, for we, it. They, we they really need that. But three years, ten million for Justin Reed. I I, I think is. I think it's a B deal. I think it's maybe even a B plus deal. This website, Sporting News, has it as a D. I think it's going to get hated on just because it's not uh, Tyron Matthew. Um, but I, I like Justin Reed. Yeah. Um, ben, I'm going to have you read this next one. 
Strictly because Uchain. I don't know how. <laughs> Uchain Nuosu. Uchain Nuosu? Yes. Okay. Seahawks signed Chargers Ed Uchain Nuosu for two years, 20 million. I'd say that it's a good move, but I don't know who it is. It, it's, he, he's, he's the same archetype as um, Hassan Reddick. Um, he's, he's not quite a 4-3 edge, um, and he's not quite an outside linebacker. Yeah. So it takes uh, a good scheme, but a good scheme uh, used right can really benefit from him. Um, Jets signed Bengals tight end CJ Uzama for three years, $24 million. Huge fan of this one. I mean, I, I like it. I pair him up with Zach Wilson. Great one. Um, also, another deal that I'm very, very happy about, Dolphins signing Cowboys wide receiver Cedric Wilson for three years, $22.8 million. That's a cheap deal, and that is a very, very good um, – and, and SportingNews.com even says something about it. Wilson gives to a, a decent complimentary weapon to Jalen Waddell and Mike Gusecki. And I totally agree with that. Ben, your thoughts after seeing no, Cedric I, Wilson? I, I agree. I think um, being the fourth wide receiver behind it, um, behind Gallup, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper uh, didn't really allow him to shine. And I think um in a year or two, we'll look back at the steal and be like, yep, the, the Dolphins that was a steal. steal here. Um, speaking of steal, Steelers sign Did Bills quarterback Mitch Trubisky for two years. Um, holy crap, this is awesome. I love it. I love everything about this deal. It depends so much on how much he's making. If he's making 15, I would even say 10. If he's making more than 10 million dollars, maybe 15. If I don't think it's worth more that than, much. If he's making more than like 10 million dollars, I don't like this deal. Uh, I've been a little bit more vocal about not liking uh, Mitch as much as you. I think he's an average quarterback. I think he's uh, kind of like a, a, a little step down from um, Tannehill. Um, for right now, well, for right now, yeah, no, that's yeah, fair. Forever, that's how he's played. He's played like that. Um, so it, it really just depends on on how much this deal costs, and then once 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 we get the the more more information on this deal, uh, I'll have more of a solid opinion on it. Reportedly, for fourteen million over two seasons, seven million per year, five million guaranteed. With the potential for thirteen point seven five million in incentives, I like that. I like yeah, that's perfect. I like the deal. Love it. Um, so oh, dude, why are these names so? It's always the tackles and stuff. Uh, Steelers re-sign right tackle. Go for it, buddy. Um, chuk 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 chuk. <laughs> Chuck Wum Chuck Chuk Wuma Doke Four. A core four. A core four. Chikuma a core four. Chikuma. So the W silent? Yeah. Sure. Uh Chikuma a core four for three years, twenty-nine point two five million dollars. Um okay. Whatever. 
See, Bill, and, and, and the key, and the key to these names, by the way, if you're ever struggling, um, I've gotten like I've known everybody's name um, so far, but the key to names, if you don't get it, and and, and you and you don't know it, just say it, say it with like confidence. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna question you. Just I'm say it. But I promise yeah. you, like yeah. <laughs> my mouth is just not letting it work. So it's just like she I don't know. It's just how my mind works. Uh Bill signed guard Roger Saffold for two years. Bengal signed Buccaneers right guard Alex Kappa for four years, 40 million. Uh, I'm just going to start moving a little bit quicker here. Rams re-signed offensive tackle Joe Noteboom for three years, $40 million in center. Brian Allen for three years, $24 million. Uh, solid re-signings, you know, my yeah. I, I I like the, the, the Joe Noteboom signing. Uh, at first glance, you see three years, $40 million. Um, you're like, uh, it's a little bit hefty for a swing tackle. But with Whitworth retiring, um, I think uh, Note Boom will step in and play uh, pretty well. I'm, I'm not going to say Phil. I, I mean, Whitworth is one of the best tackles to do it in the last 15 years. But he'll step in, and I think uh, people will know his name a little bit more after this. Ravens are signing offensive tackle Morgan Moses for three years, $15 million. That's a great deal, in my opinion. I mean, cheap offensive tackle for three years, sure. Um, commanders are signing Jaguars guard Andrew Norwell. Another solid signing. Uh, Jets signed Buccaneers safety Jordan Whitehead for two years, $14.5 million. Um, Jaguars are signing Giants tight end Evan Ingram for one year, $9 million. Uh, I think that that's another solid move. Panthers are signing mm-hmm. Cowboy safety Xavier Woods for three years, $15.75 million. Uh, average um, Jets are re-signing wide receiver Braxton Berrios for two years, 12 million. I think it's good. Um, you know, everything else, not necessarily too notable except for the Steelers signing Jaguars linebacker, Miles Jack for two years, $18 million. Um, <laughs> I also really like the Jets signing Vikings tight end Tyler Conklin for three years, 21 million. Um, and the Bills are signing tight end O.J. Howard for one year, $2.5 um, million. Dolphins are signing 49ers running back Raheem Mostert for one year, 3.1. And that's all of the notable signings that we have for you guys. As for the um, available free agents, oh, wait, did uh, you have something just, to say? Yeah, just real quick, just to touch on three. Uh, the Jordan White had for basically $7 million a year. Um, I think again, by the time his two years are done is going to be a steal. I think that's probably where his market is at right now. Uh, just as a young safety who didn't really have a lot of, uh, playing time there for the Buccaneers, but I I think he'll get, um, a lot more money. I think he'll make himself some money after that deal is done. And then to the two tight ends, (laughs) I've been pretty vocal about not liking Evan Ingram, uh, one year, $9 million. I personally think it's trash. Um, and I would much rather, I would much, much rather have a one year $2.5 million OJ Howard than a one year $9 million um, for Evan Ingram. And uh, to that reason, I think the Bears uh, can take this away for next year because they have a lot of cap. 
Um, yes. Just because you have a lot of cap doesn't mean you always have to use, yes. use it. And, I, um, and if you follow me on Twitter, I did make that a point as well. I totally agree with that statement. So um, you can utilize then, that so many different places for good depth players too. Oh, yeah. And, and then just to know, um, I, I think uh, they've been – I think Jagus has been pretty active. The Jets have been pretty active. Um, if you are in the AFC West, you are active. Um, but really, the, the two big, big losers I can really think of as of right now. The Eagles um, and the Bears. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the Colts and the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, they yep. just haven't – not not that they've made bad signings by any means. Um, they just – they have not done – They haven't improved – Anything. At all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there is potential because we do have a lot of free agents that are still available. Um, yes. Tyron Matthew is still available. So, for your Eagles, they could get their safety there. Um, <sighs> there's a lot of different spots for Tyron Matthew. I heard that – the Bears are also interested in Tyron Matthew as well. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing the Honey Badger to Chicago, but I also would be scared to see what the contract is like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because if the Chiefs weren't going to pay him $10 million, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah. what he's getting. Because <laughs> if um, he wanted $10 million, the Chiefs would have gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, so somebody else that uh, got released – uh, Lyle Collins, um, it was a, I believe he's a guard or a tackle for the Cowboys. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right tackle. Um, holy cow, if we could get him to Chicago immediately. Get him first class, one trip. I mean, send him out here immediately. I think he's, yes. what, 26 years old? Yes. This kid's stuck. I mean, seriously. Uh Get him to Chicago immediately because that's the kind of guy that you want on your team for any kind of offensive line help. Oh, yeah. Cow- Cowboys and Packers, too, have also stunk it up in free agency. Cutting yeah. good players because they don't have enough cap. But I, I agree. Speaking of teams without cap, Teron Armstead. Sorry, Matt. Um, Teron <laughs> Armstead, also another free agent. He's a left tackle. Um, he could be heading to Chicago as well. Um, especially after the, uh, the Deshaun Watson news, I definitely see it happening. Um, oh yeah. But I, I mean, from everything that I've Pop- read, it's really hard not to see Teron Armstead go to Chicago. That's what I would predict. I would pick Chicago. Um, you know, he gets to protect hopefully a young up and coming, um, star. And, and then, you know, obviously, um, gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Oklahoma State tackle you guys drafted in last year. Oh, you're talking about um, Tevin Jenkins. He needs to move Tevin to right Jenkins. tackle. Yeah, Tevin Jenkins uh, could learn. Well, uh, obviously he's a right tackle. Tron Armstead can be a left tackle. Uh, Te- Tevin Jenkins could learn so much from Tron Armstead. Again, when healthy, one of the best tackles in the league. Um, He'd be I a think much better mentor of- than Jason Peters. I'll tell you that right there. <laughs> Jason Peters is a Hall of Famer. I will not put up with the trash. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think he'd be. I think he'd be a good mentor. It just, uh, I think his holdup is him staying healthy. He's he hasn't yeah. played sixteen games um, in like eight years or something. So yeah, 
Um, Jadavian Clowney is also one of those free agents. Um, solid edge rusher. I think that he could be um, somebody that a lot of teams look for. Um, he didn't necessarily stand out too much in Cleveland. Um, in my opinion, I don't think he was one of those guys that really put up crazy headlines or whatever. Um, but he's still a solid player. Um, so, you know, anybody that needs an edge rusher, um, you know, and I'll, I'll say this just because some bears fans think that we need edge rushers. No, we don't shut up. We have, uh, you guys could always use depth. I don't know. I, but Jadavian Clowney is not a depth piece. Like you're going to start Travis Gibson or you're going to sign a veteran. And I'm telling you right now, Travis Gibson is going to be that starter. If they need depth, then they'll sign another depth piece, but you're not signing Jadavian Clowney to be your second string. <laughs> like, you know, um, yes. Bobby Wagner is another one of those players. Um, that is one person I could, I mean, Oh dude, if he goes to the Cowboys, I mean, that's, wow. that's the rumor. That is that, the rumor. That would be a um, wow moment. One of those yeah. eyeball emoji type things I think was discussed on NFL Network. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, um, Zadarius Smith, uh, you know, an edge rusher, I think, right? Edge rusher for the Packers. Yes, um, he backed out of his deal with Baltimore. Um, I don't know if that's because they're working on a deal to return to Green Bay or not after the um, Devontae Adams trade. Um, but – we never know. I mean, there could be another team. Um, maybe I was ex- just what? Yeah, I was excited for him to go back to Baltimore. Yeah, because uh, that's that's that that is where he uh, was from before he signed with the Packers. Um, yeah, it would have been fun to see him um, alongside a uh, Adafe Owe. Yeah, um, but it's a shame. We'll see. We'll see. For the next free agent, uh, Stefan Gilmore. <laughs> Somebody's pounding the table. <laughs> I the table to get him. That's what you need to do. I yeah no absolutely. Um, him paired up with Jalen Johnson, I think would be awesome. But um, to be honest with you, Ben, I mean, I told you this last night. I forgot that Stefan Gilmore existed. Um, just because all <laughs> the headlines and everything just kind of made me forget about him. Uh, but yeah, no. As soon as we talked about it last night. Um, I was just like, holy crap. Yeah. The bears need to get him. I mean, if we could, uh, cause for some reason, Stefan Gilmore is not shouting out at me that he's going to be making a ton of money. Like he's going to oh. be one of those guys that makes anywhere from 10 to 14 million a year. Yeah. And now, but I think that's his range. Um, I think yeah. it'll be just a little under what JC made, but still, uh, still near the top end. Yeah. Um, back to another free agent, OBJ is next on our list. Um, now just to kind of remind you, these are not rankings whatsoever. Um, but they are a list and OBJ is on that list. And honestly, I don't think he's going to return to the Rams for that reason that I listed. Um, but he will be going somewhere that, um, will give him that top three spot and, you know, will be an eagle. <laughs> I hope not strictly because I don't want him to get hurt and then you'd be upset that they sign him to a ton of money. No, um, I, I, I think he'll sign up. I, I think no matter where he goes, he'll sign a one-year deal. Um, that's, yeah, that's himself. fair. That's, that's who he is. 
Um, again, me and you will debate this another time. Um, Odell Beckham is a top. I don't care. He played Maker, <laughs> ba- or he, Baker, geez, Maker Bayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Um, he, he kind of got lost. He, he's I thought it was going to be so much better. Talents. Yeah. He's still one of the top talents. I don't care what Ryan has to say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to this point, when it comes to this point, um, he doesn't care what I have to say anyway. Don't let him lie to me. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, um, I, I, yeah, he's not. I would be surprised if he goes back to LA. He wants to go somewhere that he can be the number one or number two guy where he can recuperate his value and then go out and big, uh, get a bigger deal. So it'll be right. fun to see where he goes. Uh, Dwayne Brown is another one of those options, Ben. What you got uh, he he too is good. Um, his problem is age. He he's not to be an ageist on here, but uh, <laughs> I from what I remember, he's he's thirty eight years old, and I I think he either retires or signs a um, or he's thirty six. Uh, he either retires or he's going to kind of just continue to sign these one-year deals i think um he was a top tackle at one point um i think he's gonna kind of uh be like a jp role a jason peters where he's a backup can do spot starts um but he's kind of just there for people to um to learn from um gronk is our next one honestly i don't see him going literally anywhere else other than the Buccaneers yeah. now that Tom Brady's, you know, here. So, yep. um, Akeem Hicks. Maybe he'll Akeem be a Hicks. bear with Larry O'Gazzoni. He's, he's not. And I'll tell you why. The Bears made a couple signings today. Um, you know, it's nothing crazy, um, but they're trying to get younger. Um, and, and it's nothing against Akeem Hicks. Uh, it's, it's just something that it's just like, man, you know, they tried to get a little bit younger with Larry Ogunjobi, but obviously that didn't work out, but they did sign Justin Jones, um, which I would no way say is, you know, somebody that the bears should keep long-term. Um, it's a two-year contract, um, you know, not even close to how, how much we paid Ogunjobi, but, um, you know, it's, I mean, it's just tough to let Akeem Hicks go. Um, by the way, I did want to mention, um, so the Bears did sign a couple more people that I didn't list. Uh, Byron Pringle, which I think is an awesome signing. Um, you know, a wide receiver from Kansas City. Equinemius St. Brown, nailed it. Uh, wide receiver from the Packers. Um, and then al Kadeen Muhammad. A def- uh, defensive end for Indy, um, you know, Patrick Scales, long slapper, sla- long slapper, long snapper, <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicholas Morrow, and then Lucas Patrick is who the Bears signed. Um, definitely depth pieces potentially, but I don't see them bringing back Akeem Hicks unless it's on like a one, maybe two year deal. Um, but he would not be making the money that, um, you know, he's he's going to be asking for so um in terms of teams and where he could go um 
who knows, man. I, I hope he retires as a bear. That's all I got to say. Yep. Um, for the next and last one, um, Jameis Winston. Um, I'll just say it. He's going to be a saint. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's nowhere else. I mean, maybe Indy, if they don't get a deal done for Baker Mayfield now that he's, you know, looking for a way out. But, uh, I mean, yeah, literally. He's a saint. Yeah. Uh, I would be very shocked um, if he was anybody um, besides the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Before we move on, I do want to note, as I always do, we are doing mock drafts all off season until the draft has happened. Um, so until, you know, the, you know, listen, listen to the mock drafts. It's a lot of fun. Um, we go through it on the draft network website, um, you know, so definitely check it out with all the trades and everything that's happening. And if you want to know where your team is standing within the first two rounds, this is, this is your way to go. So um, check out our mock draft. It's also released with this episode. Um, so anyway, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and kick it into bold takes, which we haven't done in a couple weeks. Um, ben, I'm going to let you go first because I only have one bold take because I know that this is the only one that you would have chosen. So I have three very, very spicy bold takes. I am excited. Tell me. Um, the Chargers are now the best team in LA, um, better than the Rams, Super Bowl defending Rams. Um, Bill Belichick, obviously Hall of Fame head coach, uh, terrible GM. <laughs> not, <laughs> okay. not, not a good GM. Um, and then, and then the last one to uh, Baker Mayfield. If he goes to Indy, will be worse than Carson Wentz. Baker, let's talk about Baker right now. Um, <laughs> I will tell you right now, everybody's hating on him, and I will tell you right now that he would have had a much better season had he not gotten injured, um, because that affects your mental state, and you also have to deal with your physical state as well. Um, you think about, you know, Baker Mayfield as a subpar quarterback, but in all honesty, that is not what Carson Wentz was. Um, however, it honestly, was though, but he it couldn't was. get them to the playoffs against a team that literally was the worst in the entire his, league. His Baker Mayfield, I Baker agree. Mayfield will win you a game against the Jaguars. I will tell you this right now. Baker's leadership, as you said, um, way better than, you know, uh, uh, Carson Wentz. And I will tell you this right now. Um, he's going to be better for the Colts than Carson Wentz. I will debate has, this however long you want. I can yeah, promise no, you it's going totally to happen. Can. We He had – my thing is, is he – wow. In less games, Baker Mayfield threw more interceptions than Carson Wentz. He this year? Threw, Double the amount, yes, this year. He almost threw double the amount of interceptions that Carson Wentz did. Well, yeah, because Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is is has a better like men, mental status and is a better a better leader. But Carson Wentz, in every other aspect of the game, when it comes to physical attributes, is better than Baker Mayfield, and there's not a question about that. He's a better runner than Baker Mayfield. He has a better pocket presence than Baker Mayfield. He has a bigger arm than Baker Mayfield. 
it's hard. He, <laughs> he does. He does. No. What, no. Which one is wrong? Because Carson Wentz came out. Carson Wentz is a cannon for an arm. He's bigger. He's taller. And the, the Carson Wentz, as much as I dislike how he reads the pocket, the dude can escape the pocket almost like no other buddy. I, I mean, put Lamar and Kyler. For a 6'5", Carson Wentz's like, pocket mobility is off the charts. I mean, you look at this dude, a highlight reel, dude ducks, dodges, tackles. As much as we like to poo-poo on Carson Wentz, his physical attributes are way better than Baker Mayfield, and, and that's not – you cannot argue that one. Baker Mayfield Maybe can you win can your argue, games when you need it. That's it. That's all you need. That's literally all you need it. He, they wouldn't. They would not have been in that position to to make the playoffs as Baker Mayfield as a quarterback in the first no. place. Dude threw thirteen. Dude threw thirteen interceptions this year with a better wide receiving core than what he has than, than what he would have had in Indy. He has Michael Pittman, Indy, and a washed up Tyl. Okay, but I'm at least he has right Jarvis now. Landry and freaking Browns. Dude, like like he. How how are you going to throw more interceptions than Carson when Carson has a worse wide receiving core, and a worse running back. So he can't throw the ball to – I mean, you guess you can see – You're telling me Jonathan Taylor back. is worse than – Hold Nick on. Nick Chubb, I, I don't care. Nick, I, I love Jonathan Taylor. You can argue Jonathan Taylor versus Nick Chubb. Absolutely. <sighs> oh, my God. You're telling me you can't argue you, – you're telling me you can't argue JT versus Nick Chubb. I will tell you right now, Jonathan Taylor is a much better running back the Nick Chubb, yes. No, I, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you JT at two, and Nick Chubb at three. That's still a better running back. I, I, I agree. He's a better running back. He's not a far. That's better not what you said, back. though. <laughs> That's not what he, you said. He's though. not a far better. He's a. He's not a far better. He. He is marginally better than Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb, and I do not care. He's marginally better than Nick Chubb. He's better than JT the last had a better back. offensive line too. Yeah. Okay. So put Baker in a better offensive line, and possibly a better With worst system. wide receivers. Sure. You can't. You can't even say better system. I said possibly a better system. Depends on. We haven't seen him in another system, so we'll see how it works out. Obviously, it didn't for Carson Wentz. My point is, Carson Wentz played fine this year. He couldn't get it done when he needed. To, obviously not. not. Like- he, he couldn't get it done. He when threw twenty. He threw twenty. He threw he threw twenty seven touchdowns. That's three away from thirty, which is the big mark that everybody likes to talk about. And only seven interceptions versus thirteen interceptions in what two less games than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield yes. okay. almost would have. Let's bash Baker Mayfield. Let's bash Baker Mayfield for being injured and being you know. Very, very not good, but still trying. Yeah, I know. I'm saying he he was injured. He is still the same quarterback that he was a couple of years ago when he took the Browns to the playoffs. It takes a oh, certain yeah, when level he threw of 21 interceptions and 14 he interceptions. That wasn't that, dude. He had a much better season that year. There was only there was one year where the dude threw single digit interceptions, which one was single year. Out of yeah, four, okay, but listen, twenty six and eight, twenty six and eight, twenty six and eight. But listen to me, twenty six and eight. That's still, 
That's, I'm telling you, he, interceptions. in his first year in a system that, I mean, is brand new to him, he led the team to the playoffs that year. And I, tell, I will tell you right now, he is the same exact quarterback that he was back then. He just played with mental and physical disadvantages last season, and everybody's bashing on him for it for absolutely no reason. Let me tell you this right because now. He, 20, he heals up. He threw 21 interceptions. As he's, yeah, okay, cool. You do that, you do the same exact injury, play with that, and tell me that that doesn't affect your game. Let me tell you this right now. He's getting surgery. He got surgery. ACL tear. Okay, but listen, he's, Baker's getting surgery, right? Carson didn't play with an ACL tear. He got surgery and he got back and then he played again. He played with a bad back due to the ACL tear. Okay, that's something that you choose to play with. I'm not saying that Baker shouldn't have played. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is what he chose to or chose to play with. Yes, I'm saying it. You know, my point is, if he got if he got the surgery, right? It, I mean, the leadership skills and everything that he has to be able to get out of the gate and be like, "All right, guys, we're gonna take this win, and I'm gonna tear, try to get you there with my injury." I'm telling you this right now. He will win you that game when it matters, and that is what matters when you have a franchise quarterback. Not whether or not he would not have gotten there. I can guarantee you, he does. No, I can guarantee you he does. He beats here, the Jaguars in that last game. He beats the Jaguars in the last game. I'm not telling you he's not, but I don't know if he would have been able to even put his team in position to have to beat the Jaguars to get in. Right I don't now. know if he would have been able to. And my thing, and, and this is where we're going to leave it because we're getting really short on time. Mm-hmm. I love debating. I don't think we do it enough. Um, Baker Mayfield has thrown one less interception in his four-year career compared to Carson Wentz's six-year career. Oh, one less, dude. They're basically the same. One less one less in two years, Ryan. Carson Wentz has played two more years than Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield has only thrown one less interception than him. One less interception in two years. That's crazy. And, 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 you, and you say he did 26-8, and eight, which he played, he played fine that year and everything, but – when you have a year of 13 interceptions, eight interceptions, 21 interceptions, and 14 interceptions, which one's the outlier and which one is the man was the undisciplined contentist? in the first two years of his of his career. I'll admit that. The man has a great third year. Now he plays with an injury, and everybody's saying, like, oh man, he's awful. Like, yes, I can understand the first two years of his career, he wasn't that good. But the third year, man, was he looking good. Man, was he that change. Oh, my God, Baker Mayfield is, like, turning things around in Cleveland. Oh, my God, the the Browns might make the playoffs. Oh, my God, the Browns are in the playoffs. Oh, my God, they just shut out the Steelers. Was that a defensive effort? Yes. Were they close to beating the Chiefs? Absolutely. Should they have won? I definitely think so if the refs didn't screw that up. But they did. I'm saying – He played with an injury. He was disadvantaged. Give him one full healthy season with the Colts, and I guarantee you he gets him to the playoffs. In in Carson Wentz's – in the year that Carson Wentz got traded for two third-round picks, he had a one and a half less QB rating than than what Baker Mayfield did in his best season. The year that Carson Wentz got traded for, again, two third-round picks only had a 
1.3% worse rating than what Baker Mayfield had in his best year. So, telling you right now, man, he still has more to prove, and everybody's shutting him out. Let me just say, when he comes out slinging it, I told you guys so. Okay? We'll end it there. My bold take, my one bold take that I'm not even – this is the one. I'm saying the NFC North next year will finish. It's wide open right now, but next year the Bears will be on top. The Vikings will be number two in a wild card spot. The Lions will be number three, and the Packers will be in last place. I was with you with the first two. Um, I'm going to have to completely disagree with the Packers for as much as we should on the Packers. You have Aaron Rodgers. Um, guys at his caliber, his caliber of play always figure it out. Um, but let's let's hear you. Okay, so let's look at each team's opponents for next season, right? Um, give me just a second. Um, okay, so I'm looking up the, the stuff right now. Um, okay, and I will, I'll even go to say this, okay? Because I get to talk about my Bears, and I get to argue about them this time, and it's fun. Um, the Bears didn't necessarily get worse this offseason, even if Khalil Mack got traded, whatever. In all honesty, in Coach Tyler, you know, thank you for coming on in the second episode, by the way. You were dope. But uh, he can even vouch for me. It's not really changing too much. Um, you know, I definitely think that Travis Gibson is going to take over, and um, it's just going to be one of those things, um, you know, I mean – Khalil Mack, cool. I mean, his presence is awesome. But, I mean, when you have a second-year guy come in and get seven sacks in a second year with limited snaps, I mean, literally, if he had the other half of the season, I guess that you could say that he was on track for 14, okay? Impressive, right? Especially alongside Robert Quinn. That is why I'm like, okay, sure. Like, maybe it's not as bad as everybody says. But – You look at everybody's schedule, right? So I'm going to go ahead and because I think that the Lions and the Packers are the two um, teams that I would say would be the most arguable here um, because I definitely think the divisions between the Bears and the Vikings now. Um, Let's look at the the Lions first, okay? So obviously they play the Packers, Bears, and Vikings three or two times a year, both at home and away. They also have the Eagles, which I think will be a closer game than people expect, and you can argue that, whatever. But I think it'll be a closer game because the Lions were um, very close to beating a lot of those teams that they lost to last season. They are right there. They just need a couple key pieces, and I think that they got those this season. Uh, They also have the Commanders, the Bills, the Dolphins, Seahawks, and Jaguars. So out of their homestand, right, I would say let's let them split the the division right so let's give them two um you know three wins there right um you know home and away wherever that happens blah blah blah. so three wins let's say for sake of discussion i'm sorry ben i think that that's going to be one of those games the eagles should win but they're going to lose to the lions the eagles molly whopped them this year no you can't say that they're going to win that they showed no shine of fight i'm going to disagree with you on that one 
I think you can make an argument, but you, you can't confidently say with a straight face after the Eagles beating them by like 29 or 39 points or whatever that was this past year that they're going to win. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I know that it's <laughs> arguable, so I'll give you I'll give you that one. I guess I'll bow down there. They're beating the Commanders, so that's four wins. They're losing to the Bills, whatever. Um, I think that they could beat the Dolphins. That's fine. So that's five wins. They're going to beat the Seahawks, and they're going to beat the Jaguars, so that's seven. Um, we already talked about division. Um, at away games, they are playing the Cowboys, which is like that's a loss. Uh, Giants, so that's eight wins. Um, Patriots, arguable. Haven't gotten better, haven't gotten worse. Um, I think that'll be a close game. Toss it up there in the tie column, I guess. Um, Jets and then Panthers, so let's say 10 wins, right? Solid. Um, You look at the Packers, right? We both can agree they got worse this season, right? This offseason. I I understand. Hold on. I'm just to straight up out of – to even just look at this, to – to go through a schedule and to say this team's going to win this, this team's not going to win this, this team's it's unrealistic. This, I is know. not. Let's be honest. Lions are not winning ten games this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying it's 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 possible. The way that things played out and everything, the way that sure. the off season looked, and the way that things looked last season, they're so close. I mean, they almost beat the Ravens, but the Ravens had to beat them on a record breaking kick, to where you know. I, I think it's, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but I think the Lions could actually do something decent. Um, do I think they're a playoff team yet? No. Did they think that they could fight for a playoff spot? Absolutely. You look at the Packers. Let's say that they split the division as well. Okay. Uh, just because, I mean, I'm going to say that each team are going to split the division, even though that's unrealistic, but whatever. Okay. Because it's not going to happen. But um okay so the packers i think that they'll beat washington um so that gives them four wins um let's see okay uh they're gonna lose to the cowboys i say they beat the giants so that'll be five wins um i think they beat the patriots so six beat the jets dolphins seven eight um, lose to the Vikings, Eagle. Oh, wait, wait. So Eagles, uh, Bills, Titans, Rams, Bucks. So eight wins next season. You have to. Ch- My thing is, and this is, and this was a point I was trying to make. You are always in every single game. As much as we talk about Aaron Rodgers being a diva, which he is, and him playing for the money and not you can't count him and everything. I'm with he, you exactly. He. I mean, he, if he wins Adams you games, you know. He and as much as they don't like their wide receiving core, they have two first round picks. They can continue as much as we don't like the roster right now. They can get better through the draft. You and it's just it's just it's the Aaron Rodgers factor. You yeah. can never ever ever count Aaron Rodgers out. And for me to say he's at the as long as the team has Aaron Rodgers until he starts to digress, they will never be the fourth team in the division. I just. I mean, I mean, you can go just, through the schedule and you can say it's, that. It's and be and I see where you're coming from. Absolutely. Let me, and I see let me just continue. Let me just continue. Just hear me out. Yeah. So Minnesota, right? They're going to beat Washington, split the division, like I said. So that's four. Uh, they'll beat Miami. So that's five. Um, let's see. Lose to the Cowboys. So uh, Giants, six. Patriots, 
arguable. Uh, Jets, uh, what did I say? So Giants are six, Jets seven. What do you think about your Eagles against the Vikings? Um, I think that'll be a good game. Actually, I, I don't know. <laughs> How's your run defense? Good. <laughs> good. Okay, so they'll lose to the Eagles. Um, they'll lose to the Bills, lose to the Colts, lose to the Cardinals, wins to the Saints. So let's say, okay, Packers get third in the division. Fine. I'll change my bold take. Packers get third. Um, I'll say the Vikings get last, though. Um, the Bears, right? Call it biased. Call it whatever you want. Uh, let's say that they split the division three o'clock or three, like I said. Um, okay, so Eagles, debatable. Bills, debatable. No, we don't know that. No, they'll they'll lose to the Bills. What am I talking about? Um, Dolphins, they'll beat. Texans, they'll beat. 49ers, they'll lose. So let's say five wins right there. They'll beat Washington. Six. Away. I, I disagree. I disagree. What? With 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 um Washington? With what the Washington had one of the best rosters this year and just lacked a quarterback. Oh, they you still know don't how have he, it though. They still don't have it. He's an it, upgrade. He's an upgrade though. I'm not saying he's the guy, and I'm not saying he's gonna pick right. the promised land, right. but he is better than Taylor Heineke. You oh, absolutely. That but I will tell you right now, they'll beat Washington. Just saying. So three, four, five, six wins in their home stand alone. Uh, lose to the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think they'll lose to the Patriots. Um, okay. Wow. I'm, I'm really about to say the Lions are going to win the division. Uh, Giants, Jets, and Falcons, the Bears are going to beat. So that would be, what did I say? Six wins in the home stand. Um, nine. nine. Yeah. So they'll get second and, place and in the division behind the Lions. And see, and that's why it's flawed to go through record by record. I stand by say, it. I stand by it. Lions, so Lions are, win are the winning. Division. Yep. Lions are winning the division. That's bold. I'm sorry. <laughs> and no. I think that it all just comes down to division play, honestly. But um, the Lions have the easier schedule, and they look like they're going to be a special team um, looking at last year and how they performed against strong teams, too. Um, I think if they can there with Jared Goff at quarterback, which is why they'll be drafting a rookie, but you guys got to listen to the mock draft to figure out which rookie that is. Um, do you want to move on to gridiron goofs really quick before we end this? Yeah. All right. So we're going to, uh, it, it's March madness season, fun games. I got a game going in the background. Um, you know, we're going to be doing our own March madness bracket, but it's not just any bracket. It is the Disney movie bracket. Now, Ben, uh, these are these are a lot of teams. Okay, we're just gonna go back. Uh, I'll I'll ask you region by region. Um, this is a lot. Okay, um, if you haven't seen him, just I don't know. Uh, we're just gonna start it just to save time. Toy Story and yep. Good Dinosaur. And thank you guys uh, for getting this far. This is no longer football from what we can tell. Yeah. Uh, but we'd still enjoy your company. Uh, Have some fun with us. Exactly. Toy uh, Story and to- Good Dinosaur. Toy Story is my favorite picture movie of all time. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. Let's do TS. Uh, yeah, if I can figure it out. 
Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I've never used the pin feature on this. Okay. Um, Lilo and Stitch pin? or Emperor's New Groove? Ooh, see, this is a tough. Um, Lilo and Stitch, though. Thank you. Okay. Uh, good Dinosaur at 16 is bad. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch or Toy Story? Uh, again, Toy Story. Oh, shoot. <sighs> Okay, so um, let's see here. Big Hero 6 or The Great Mouse Detective? Big Hero 6. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've seen Great Mouse Detective, in all honesty. What Uh, is this tool? uh, Yeah, okay, cool. We're going to pretend that that's Big Hero 6. Uh, Cinderella or DuckTales? (laughs) Cinderella. Okay, so Cinderella or Big Hero Six? Big Hero Six. You're gonna get some hate on that one. I just know it. B. Okay, B six. Yeah, Big Hero Six or Toy Story. And and this is this is best not favorite. Yeah. Um, I would say favorite. well, fav- well if it's favorite, if, if it's favorite, then it's not a bracket. If it's favorite, Toy Story is a winner. I want to tell you that. I think okay. we should do best in our opinion. Okay, best. Yeah. All right. Um, we're still gonna have Toy Story moving on though. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here then. Tarzan or Ichabod and Mr. Mr. Toad. Is that what that says? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I never. Yep, Tarzan. Um just want to say Tarzan, one of the best soundtracks of all time. Uh, Hercules yes. or Brave? Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. All right. Oh, wow. This tool is interesting. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, Tarzan or Hercules? Tarzan. Really? Okay. Okay. Um, Jungle Book or Coco? Coco. Coco. Wow. Okay. Beauty and the Beast or Sword in the Stone? Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I can't wait to do mine. Coco or Beauty and the Beast? I've never seen Sword in the Stone. Oh, it's so good. Coco. Coco. All right. Coco or Tarzan? Coco. Really? Coco or Toy Story? Coco. What? Okay. Um, that is supposed to be a C. All right. Again, this is the best. I don't think this is favorite. I, th- so, I think Coco did not get enough love. Coco crazy. is a phenomenal movie, dude. You just, in my household, your opinion is invalid now. Um, Toy Story 3 or Oliver and Company? I'm just gonna write yeah, that one to- in. yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tangled or Nightmare Before Christmas? That's a Disney movie. I have a love hate relationship with that movie. <sighs> We're gonna. I, I like Pascal. We're gonna do Tangled. That's my just just for Pascal. I like Tangled. I've seen it a billion times. Uh, Toy Story three or Tangled. Yeah, Toy Story 3. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm judging you hardcore, by the way. Bugs Bugs Life or Bugs. Okay. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. Um, that's a B. Whatever. I hate. I this grew tool, up guys. on that. Um, Ratatouille or Finding Dory? I'm gonna get hate for this, dude. No. No, I guess I have seen Finding Dory. I guess I have seen Finding Dory. Uh, but Ratatouille. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, let's see. A Bugs Life or Ratatouille? Bugs Life. Okay, Bugs Life or Toy Story 3? Uh, you know, no, uh, change, change, uh, change it to Ratatouille. Change it to Ratatouille. Ratatouille is moving on. Okay. Um, Toy Story 3 or Ratatouille then? Uh, Ratatouille is moving on. Ratatouille. Okay. Um, let's see. Wreck-It Ralph or Robin Hood? Wreck-It Ralph. Wow. Okay. Um, Wally or Bolt? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Wally, but Bolt was just a quality movie. Dude, this was I love difficult. Bolt. But Bolt, Bolt was, was good. Awesome. A Wreck It Ralph or Bolt? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Bolt. Yeah, dude. Bolt was awesome. Uh, okay. Bolt. Wait, hold on a second. Oh yeah. Okay. Frozen or Alice in Wonderland? I'm ju- I'm gonna have to go with Alice in Wonderland, just wow. because just because I've seen Frozen ten thousand times and I just can't I just I I can't I can't Aladdin or Hunchback of Notre Dame. This is Hunchback of Notre Dame at fifteen. Dude, um, it's-, it's terrible. Uh, but I like Aladdin. Okay, I was gonna say. I don't know if I could be friends with you if you eliminate Aladdin. Um, all right, so Alice in Wonderland or Aladdin? Aladdin. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Bolt I don't or Aladdin? Pick the winner. I don't want to pick the winner of this. <laughs> I as much as I love Bolt, it's gonna have to be Aladdin. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm trying not to spoil my bracket too much. So Ratatouille or Aladdin? Then? Shoot. Um, I, I like the genie. He's such a likable character. It'll be Aladdin. Aladdin. All right, Aladdin or Toy Story? I think is who. No, had. no, it wasn't. It wasn't Toy Story. No, it was. Um, it was Coco. Yeah, Coco. Man, come on. Aladdin. Aladdin. Okay. Okay. I was going to say Coco really it was it really that good. It was really that good. Um okay. So for the next one, the next region. Um this is a big bracket, guys. So The Incredibles or Cars 3? Cars 3 the international one or was that Yeah, that was the international one. It was Car 2's International. I think Cars 3. Or was Cars 3 the new one? I think... Hold on a minute. Because I think Car 3 is the new one and Cars 2 is when he's like the international spy. Oh my gosh. Um, hold on just a second. 
because um, that that's very important. Yeah, Cars Three is the new one. Yeah, Cars Three is the new one. I haven't seen the new one. I'll be honest. Neither have I. For that reason, we're gonna do the Incredibles. I'm gonna put the little dotted eye just to kind of emphasize that it's the Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Peter Pan or Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog just did so much for the Disney universe. Mm-hmm. Princess and the Frog. I like Princess and the Frog. I'll be honest. It's pretty good. Mulan or Cars? Why is there cars. more than one Cars? That's that's Cars. Cars. Uh, they put Mulan it in was a good movie. Cars was my childhood. <laughs> anyway, uh, this tool is just ridiculous. Um, okay, Inside Out or Bambi? <sighs> Inside out. <laughs> okay. Um, one hundred and one Dalmatians, or oh wait, I'll just I'm messing up the format. Incredibles or uh, Princess and the Frog. Incredibles. I was gonna say this isn't a hard decision, Ben. Come on now. Uh, cars, cars or Inside Out? Yeah, thank you. Okay. Cars. Um, cars or Incredibles. You probably think this is a this is a poll away. It's cars. Cars. I don't know what you would have picked there, but cars. Um we'll get there. 101 Dalmatians or the Aristocrat Aristocats. I've never seen the Aristocats. So 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Uh, the 10 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> Toy Story 2 or The Rescuers. Uh, yeah, Toy Story 2. Okay. Putting it two. Um, let's see. Pinocchio or Pocahontas? Pocahontas. Why is this all weird? Wait, hold on. Toy Story 2. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. You said Pocahontas? Yes. So what is that? Okay, anyway. Um, up or Atlantis? I've never seen Atlantis. Yeah, I haven't either. So we're gonna go with the saddest Disney movie of all time. Um, up yeah. or Pocahontas? Up. Up or, or cars? No, that goes. Oh wait, wait. Yep. No, you're right. No, oh, it's right here. Yeah. Nope. That um, goes in the lower one, and then it's 101 versus. Uh, yeah. Toy Story 2. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So, yeah. 101 or Toy Story 2. Which one Toy Story 2 was? Toy Story, Toy Story 2, 2 was, was the one with Jesse. Yeah. Uh, Toy was Story 3 is probably my favorite Toy Story. We're gonna really? Go We're going to go with that. Uh, the Sound One Dalmatian, so Toy Story 2. Yeah, okay. Uh, up or Toy Story 2? Up. Up or Cars? The upset of the bracket. We're not going with Up. We're going with Cars. Good move. Good man. Um, Lion <laughs> King? Oh, my God. I know my final four already. There's no way. Lion King or Treasure... Uh, treasure... What is it? Treasure Planet? What is that? Oh, this is... Oh, no. 
no people are gonna people are not gonna like this people will not like this give me treasure planet uh <laughs> okay snow white or fantasia i i gotta treasure get this podcast planet. over because i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> i'm just kidding Treasure uh, Planet is the most slept on Disney movie, but you're right. Uh, Snow White. We'll zoom through this. We'll we'll try to at least. Um, let's see here. Goofy, Goofy movie, movie or oh my god, dude, that was classic. Goofy uh, movie. Let's see, Moana or Monsters University. <sighs> Just because I like Little Mike. Dude, they really put Monsters, Inc. and Lion King in the same bracket, bro. Monsters, Monsters University. Okay. Um, Goofy movie or Monsters University? Monsters University. Wow. Okay. Um, Treasure Planet or Snow White? Treasure Planet. I can't believe you right now. Monsters University is benefiting from Treasure Planet. And this is where it gets hard. And this is where it gets hard. And this is where it gets hard because because Monsters University would have beat Lion King. But Monsters University is, you know, yeah, Monsters University is moving on. Wow. Okay. Um, Let's see. Zootopia or Dumbo? Lion King would have beaten Monsters University. So, like, Monsters University, I love Lion King. Monsters University, or Treasure Planet, it's just such a slept on movie. This that, is suddenly like, transformed into favorite movies instead of best movies, but it's okay. No, well, no, because I would say I like Lion King more than I like Treasure Planet. You're insane. But for the reason that anybody know what like, Treasure Planet for is? the reason, and that's and that's the reason exactly. Treasure Planet is such a good movie, but it's so slept on, and you got to calculate that into it. It's garbage. Um, Zootopia. Zootopia over Dumbo. Okay. Monsters Inc. or James and the Giant Peach. I didn't realize James and Giant Peach was a. I didn't either. <laughs> I thought it was like Pixar or something. Or no, it is Pixar, but like. Uh... What is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, Monsters Inc. Though. Okay. Uh, Little Mermaid or Fox and the Hound? That is a Fox. tough matchup. Fox and the Hound. Wow. Okay. Um. Let's see. Finding Nemo. Finding or Nemo. Nemo. All right, uh, Nemo no! or Fox? This next matchup is going to be so hard. Ne- Nemo, Nemo. Oh, and then Zootopia or Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. <sighs> <laughs> okay, Monsters Inc. or Nemo. See, and this is and this is better than whatever is going to move on. Like whatever moves on here is beating Monsters University. Okay. <sighs> Never would I have thought these two were going to be pinned against each other. They should not have been in the same bracket. 
Uh, split decision for the sake of time. We are gonna have to say Moss Nemo, Nemo, Nemo. Okay, okay. And then Nemo moves on to go up against Cars. Ah! Nemo, Nemo, Nemo. All right, and then Nemo or Aladdin. Nemo. For the winner, Nemo, Nemo is Ben's winner. All right. Uh, never <laughs> not, guess. Not, not at all who I would have picked to, to, of, to for win. Best, for best Disney movie. All right. Now it's time. Not favorite, by the way. Oh, man. Okay. Jesus, that bracket took forever. Yeah, that, that was a long time. Um, I'm going to see. Uh, copy. Cool. All right. Now it's my turn. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Sorry about the hold up, guys. This is oh. still a lot of fun. Oh. I'm not Sorry. even going to write in my stuff. Uh, I keep insane. Uh, no football in this segment, but semi breaking news. This isn't crazy or anything. Um, but the Panthers have interest. In Gardner Minshew. Ooh, I like that. All right. So, um, okay. I'm going to try out the, the. Okay. No, you're right. Uh, let's see. Tools. Is there a typing tool, maybe? Is there? I don't know. Wait, how do I go up to it? I don't know. Yes, there is. Okay. Wow. You just got to add text boxes. Uh, Toy Story or Good Dinosaur? Toy Story. Um, wow, I zoomed in a little too much there. Um, let's see. Lilo and Stitch or Emperor's New Groove? Uh, Lilo. Lilo. Oh, man, I can't add the thing. Let me see how I add this. There we go. All right. That's going to be annoying. Uh, Toy Story or Lilo, I would say <sighs> Call Me Crazy. No, Toy Story. I'm sorry. I love, See, I love I Lilo been okay Stitch, with, though. I would have been okay with Lilo instead. Um, Emperor's New Groove or Big Hero 6. Uh, I'm going, oh, dude. I'm going Emperor's New Groove. No, it's Big Hero 6 and um, <laughs> Great Mouse Detective. Um, oh, wait, yeah. No, wait. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, so Big Hero 6. Um, and then Cinderella or DuckTales, I'd say Cinderella. Uh, between Big Hero 6 and Cinderella, I'd say Cinderella. And then um, Toy Story or Cinderella. Toy Story. Yes. I mean, it's just how it is. Um, Tarzan, I'm not even going to bother with the other title just because Tarzan's Tarzan. Um, I'm surprised Brother Bear isn't on this list, by the way, because Brother Bear... It should absolutely be. Um, let's see. Hercules or Brave? Hercules. I like Hercules. Um... Okay, so between Jungle Book and Coco, I'm going Jungle Book. Um, Beauty and the Beast or Sword in the Stone? Sword in the Stone. 
Um, Jungle Book or Sword in the Stone? Jungle Book. I'm not a fan of Jungle Book. A lot of people will hate yeah. me for that, but I know it's I, I just done hadn't numbers. seen Sword in the Stone. In terms of best movie, Jungle Book. Um, let's see. Between Tarzan and Hercules, that's a tough one. Yeah, um, it's a toughie. Personally, I like Hercules, so I'm going Hercules here. And then between Jungle Book and Hercules, um, this is my bracket. And holy <laughs> cow, I'm going Hercules. What are you saying, holy cow, about <laughs> the amount of text boxes All- I just added? <laughs> yes. I'm stocking up. Uh, okay, Hercules and Toy Story. I'm going Toy Story. Yes. Bracket. Um, all right. Between Toy Story 3 and Oliver and Company, I'll pick Toy Story 3, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to last very long because I don't like how they added sequels. Um, Tangled no. and Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm going to say Tangled. Um, Tangled's going to be Toy Story 3. Um, let's see. A Bug's Life or Lady and the Tramp? Um, Lady and the Tramp. Uh, just because best movie, think of how it did and everything that, and I don't really like A Bug's Life that much. Bold take, whatever. Um, where are all my text boxes? Why are they appearing at the bottom of the screen? See all this? <laughs> What's going on? Um, all right, so Ratatouille and Finding Dory. Ratatouille. Um, Wreck-It Ralph or Robin Hood? I'm going Wreck-It Ralph. Um, Wally or Bolt? This is tough. This was tough. Let me come back to that one. Uh, Frozen or Alice in Wonderland? I'm going Frozen. And then Aladdin or Hunchback of Notre Dame? Aladdin. I'll tell you right now, it doesn't matter who wins the rest of the matchups because I mean... Seriously speaking, um, yeah, no, it, it just doesn't matter. Um, let's see here. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like I said before, though, it seriously doesn't even matter who wins. I don't know why it's not letting me insert any more text boxes. That's not nice. Um, so we're just going to draw it up. Um, I'm going Aladdin. Um, when it comes down to Frozen or Aladdin, uh, just because there are a lot of Frozen kids that I don't like. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph or... Oh, I didn't pick that one. I didn't pick between Wally or Bolt. Um, <laughs> if we're going off of best movie, I'm saying Wally because of the realism and everything, but Bolt was awesome for me. I loved Bolt. Um... So between Wreck-It Ralph and Wally, I'll go Wally. Um, between Wally and Aladdin, it's not even close. Aladdin, Lady in the Trap, <laughs> Lady in the Trap, Lady in the Tramp, <laughs> um, and then Ratatouille. I'm going Ratatouille. Um, and then let's see, Ratatouille or Tangled? I'll go Tangled. That movie was awesome. I've seen it a billion times because of my sisters. Um, give me Aladdin and Toy Story in the final. Um, yes, then... dude. Oh, wow. Dude. You didn't even have Coco winning in the first round. No, Coco sucked, dude. Um, yeah, anyway. 
give me between Aladdin and Toy Story, man. Bro, I'll do my finals later. We got another side of the bracket to take care of. Um, let's see. The Incredibles are Cars 3. Like I said before, I haven't seen Cars 3, so, I mean, I guess it's not fair to it. But Incredibles, I mean, it's tough because it's a one seed. Um, Peter Pan or Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog. Um, let's see. Mulan or Cars? Cars um inside out or bambi i mean sorry bambi but you're getting shot out of this one uh inside out <laughs> um let's see between incredibles or princess and the frog i'd say incredibles um cars is going up against incredibles and then i'll take cars tough. yeah yeah incredibles and cars is a tough decision um I, I don't find Inside Out and Cars being a tough decision, though. Uh, 101 Dalmatians in the Aristocats, I'd say 101 or... It's... 10, hold up. Oh, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story and the Rescuers. Uh, Toy Story 2. Um, yeah. And then, let's see, Pinocchio or Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Uh, why is it doing that? And then up or Atlantis, I'd say up. This is tough for me. Um, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll go 101 Dalmatians for movie performance. Um, but between Pocahontas up, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but what it's Pinocchio, it's Pinocchio versus Pocahontas and up versus Atlantis. Oh, okay. Never mind. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had yep. Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. You're, um, you're good. Versus, so for Pocahontas and up, though, in the second round, it's tough for me because I really liked up and I know how many people like Pocahontas, but I'm going to go up just because it, it poked at everybody's heartstrings. You know what I mean? Um, and then for this one, I'm going up in cars for the final here, and then I'll take cars here. And I don't think we talk enough about how much of an asshole Dalmatians are. (laughs) (laughs) I I just don't think we talk about it. (laughs) Whatever, man. Uh, Lion King's winning this and it's not even close. I mean, come on. Lion King's just going to run through the whole bracket. Yeah, uh, no, we'll see. Snow White or Fantasia? Um, Snow White, I've heard nothing but good things about Fantasia, but I haven't seen it. Uh, Goofy Movie is winning against Sleeping Beauty. I don't care if it, I I like Goofy Movie. Moana is gonna win against Monsters University because Monsters Inc. is here. Zootopia and Dumbo Zootopia. Um, See, that's not how you can't do it like that. It's just movie versus movie. Okay, I'll Moana, tell you this. Moana performed Universe. better than Monsters University, and I liked Moana more than I did Monsters University. Just because I feel like they should have made Monsters University before they made Monsters, Inc. I don't know. Monsters, Inc. is winning against James and the Giant Peach. Um, really? Oh, Shocker. Um, Little Mermaid, Fox and the Hound, tough matchup. I mean, toughest 
that there probably is, but my mom loves Little Mermaid and I can't do her wrong. So give me Little Mermaid. Um, Finding Nemo and Winnie the Pooh. I know how crucial Winnie the Pooh was to Disney, but I'm not about to do that right now. Finding Nemo. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. And then um, Little Mermaid or Finding Nemo. Dude, that is tough. No, dude, this is not a question. I mean, I love Nemo. I really do. But I know Little Mermaid was awesome as well. But you only picked I'll, Little Mermaid because of your mom. I'll go. Yeah, I know, dude. But like, I'll go Nemo just because I liked Nemo personally. But I know Little Mermaid was pretty good, too. Monsters, yeah. Inc., Monsters, Inc. was awesome, and I'll pick Monsters, Inc. And call it a bold take. Wee-woo-wee-woo. Upset alert. Monsters, Inc. over Nemo. Um, That's okay. Lion King or Snow White? Lion King, not even close. Um, Let's see here. Goofy movie or Moana? Goofy movie. Um, Lion King or Goofy movie? Lion King. And then Monsters, Inc. or Lion King, it's going to be Lion King. And I'll tell you this, this is the toughest Final Four I've ever had to deal with, with sports, with anything. This is tough. Um, Toy Story and Aladdin and then Cars and Lion King. Um, Man, I'm going to have... Dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Because I'm about to say it but I don't believe it, you know? I was going to say the Toy Story and Lion King. Um, I think it would be, no, it's going to be Aladdin and Lion King. And I love Lion King, dude, but I also loved Cars. And my dad's going to be like, dude, you made me sit through Cars for that much. And you're not even going to pick it. Like, no, Lion King was awesome. It was a masterpiece. Um, but Aladdin was too. And, um, yeah, no, uh, rest in peace, Robin Williams, Lion King or not Lion King. Aladdin is going to win. No way. Aladdin all the way. That's going to be my winner. All right. Well, we got to ask the viewers, um, we got to put a poll out, um, and see what everybody thinks about, um, Nemo versus Aladdin. Dude, that's I, that's tough, and I don't care who you are. That is tough. That is hard. Nemo versus yeah. Aladdin, but I'd take Aladdin through and through. But we will put a poll there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, we will have Suryat on this at some point, I promise. Um, but if you guys have made it this far, we want to say thank you. Um, we also want to say thank you to Anchor.fm for helping us put this out. Um we got further, you know, free agency covery and draft cup, you know, coverage and stuff like that throughout the off season. Um, but for now we are signing off for week 10 and we have a mock draft. Uh, so go and listen to the mock draft, but until then uh, subscribe to our YouTube or our podcast and, you know, um, leave a, leave a like on it or leave a review, leave some comments and vote in the polls. I appreciate we appreciate any kind of interaction from everybody. 
Um, so yeah, without further ado, that's the pigskin project for week 10 of our show. So, uh, or episode 10, I should say, um, 10 weeks of this stuff, Ben, can you believe it? That is crazy. It is insane. But anyway, it's been a blast and until next week, we'll see you guys later. So this is Ryan Matthews and Ben Hansen signing off for the pigskin project.